The history of the mandolin goes back to 17th and 18th century Italy, when the instrument evolved from the lute family. Over time, the mandolin developed into primarily three types, including the Neapolitan or round-back mandolin, the carved-top mandolin, and the flat-back mandolin. Whether it is used in Western classical music, Brazilian music, or bluegrass and modern American styles, the mandolin remains a wonderfully unique instrument. Welcome to the Savannah Music Festival Live. I'm Rob Gibson, director of the festival. In the spring of 2016, Mike Marshall and Katerina Lichtenberg returned to Savannah and gave a duo recital that explored a broad range of music across nearly 400 years. Mike Marshall is an associate artistic director at our festival and has been playing in different formats here for the past dozen years while also directing our annual acoustic music seminar. He is married to Katerina Lichtenberg, who is the only classical mandolin professor in Germany and one of a handful in the world. They call their recital the world of the mandolin and displayed not only a broad range of music, but also their individual virtuosity and creativity. Let's go now to the stage of the Unitarian Universalist Church and listen as Mike Marshall and Katerina Lichtenberg kicked off their concert with a composition by the great Brazilian mandolinist and composer Jacob de Bandolim live at the 2016 Savannah Music Festival.
Brazilian Choro. I actually played here last year with my Choro group. So most mandolin players I know today in America have just fallen in love with that music and are learning something about uh, Brazilian music. So good to have Katarina back here, huh? So my English is a little bit better now, so <laughs> I'm allowed to do some announcements now. <laughs> so we, as you maybe know, the mandolin is a really Italian instrument, so, uh, and I play the Neapolitan mandolin tonight, not tonight, today, and uh, so this is uh, because uh, this style of mandolin is from Naples, and, but this is a German version of this Neapolitan mandolin. And one of the composers who wrote also for the Neapolitan mandolin is uh, Antonio Vivaldi. And so we are going now back in time to the Baroque era and we will play a sonata by Antonio Vivaldi, which is original for two violins, but we don't change anything. So we play exactly what's written there. It just sounds a little bit different because we are plugging and not um, Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> and this has three movements. I'm not sure what the decorum here is for clapping between movements. <laughs> Sonata RV71. Allegro.
century to century here in the course of this show, but we're going to cover as much as we can about the history of the mandolin. We're going to go now to a living composer. Who's sitting on stage. <laughs> Katarina and I have made two CDs together, and we have two beautiful daughters together. And, uh, So I wrote this one most recently. On our first CD, there's a, a tune called The Cat, the Mouse, and the Chicken. Katerina is the cat, the little baby is the mouse, and I'm the chicken. So, Running around. Yeah. And uh, so this is a series of pieces now. Now our second child was born, Paulina, and uh, I wrote a tune called The Cat Got the Mouse. In, in German, you call your little baby a moistchen, a mouse. A little, a little mouse. And it's a very serious piece, as you can imagine. <laughs> I'm trying to learn German. It's very difficult. <laughs> For us old guys. Um, it's easier to play the mandolin, as it turns out. But what's nice in this piece, Mike put a few techniques from the 18th century method books uh, and he put them in his own musical language, so. Yeah, we um, bluegrass players, we call that cross-picking, when you do kind of a banjo roll, and, and we thought a guy named Jesse McReynolds invented it in the 40s, but it turns out it's been happening for a few hundred years. <laughs> the cat got the mouth. Thank you. 
Of course, is Johann Sebastian Bach. 
and I've been a lover of his compositions since as far back as I can remember. And Katerina lived, lived very close to where Bach worked much of his life in Leipzig. And um, we are actually going to perform in the Bach House next October. Wow. So uh, we're pretty excited about that. You can come if you want. The 9th of October. And our recent album is the CD of all duets of Johann Sebastian Bach on mandocello and mandolin. This is a mandocello. This goes back to the days when giant mandolins roamed the earth. <laughs> One of the pieces which we recorded and it's an organ duet it's actually for the left hand and for the right hand but no feet so and i'm playing the right hand and mike is playing the left hand You're listening to Mike Marshall and Katerina Lichtenberg, recorded live at the 2016 Savannah Music Festival. 
And you're hearing them on this weekly radio program called the Savannah Music Festival Live, produced for Georgia Public Broadcasting. We're going to go back to the roots of uh, American music now. Um, probably Virginia, West Virginia, someplace there, where really American fiddle music was born. Of course, coming out of uh, the British Isles, influence of fiddle music mixing with all the African rhythms and uh, many different influences colliding together. Everything American is that way. And so uh, we're going to do this tune, Elzik's Farewell. As the story goes, Elzik was a fiddler and he did some dastardly deed. We don't know what it was, but they, they decided to hang him. <laughs> and they asked him if he had one last request. And he said, well, bring me my fiddle. I want to write one more tune. It's a true story. We think. It's happened in Savannah. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is, Elzik's Farewell. Katarina heard this tune being played by some fiddlers in Asheville, North Carolina, and she said, Mike, I want to learn that one.
decided to play now something completely different, while Mike is gone, I can do this. No, <laughs> I will play something really classical, so to show you where I come from and where my classical mandolin comes from. And it's a piece from the 18th century written by Gabriele Leone. He is a composer who uh, wrote also Mandolin Method for the mandolin, where he explains all the uh, different techniques for the right hand. And he was living in Paris at that time, in the middle of the 18th century. And the mandolin at that time was very popular in the noble society. So when you see compositions of that time in the libraries, they are always dedicated to very important people. And Leone was also dedicating his compositions to different people. And uh, this particular song is for solo mandolin and it's based on a very popular song at that time. And then he put uh, variations. So each, each variation has a different technique for the right hand. And you will always hear a little bit the melody out. Thank you. 
she's a cruel woman. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving me after that up here alone. Well, I'd like to say something about uh, this festival. It's just amazing, as you guys know. I hope you know how lucky you are to have this festival. <laughs> I've been a lover of all kinds of music for many, many years, and um, this festival represents something that I could have only dreamed about as a kid, you know, to be able to go to a place and hear bluegrass and jazz and classical and all kinds of world music, blues, you name it, it's all here. So hats off to Rob Gibson for being a visionary and yeah. making it. <laughs> I grew up in Florida where um, and I got into folk music and bluegrass there and uh, so I'm going to do a little little mandolin tour of some of the some of the pieces I might have played as a kid uh, growing up in the south around those campfires uh, just to give you a little taste of bluegrass roots music. I saw Ricky Skaggs the other night and uh, was thinking about I saw him in 1971 when he was probably in the Stanley Brothers as a little, he was probably 17, I was probably 15, something like that. And later saw him with Tony Rice and J.D. Crow and the New South, all these classic groups. And as a young teenager, I was blown away. I, was, I wasn't really from the South. We moved there when I was about 12, but that's where I got into music. And Jerry Douglas and all these guys were hanging around there. And I thought, these guys are really good. And it turns out they were. <laughs> and they have given us all of the new Americana music that we all love uh, for the last 30 years. So I feel very fortunate to have been a little part of that.
I've, uh, people from uh, my world of mandolin playing music and bluegrass and Americana is that we write our own pieces and that's pretty normal uh, in this world. In fact, next week we'll be having all these young people together and they're all bringing their own pieces and they're going to, I'm going to be forming groups with them to learn their music and they will be the leaders of their groups and then the next hour they'll be a side man for somebody else. Anyway, it's quite normal in, in our world but in the classical world, of course, I once asked Katerina, hey, um, have you ever written anything on the mandolin? She said, oh, no, 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 that's for composers to do that. And then one day I heard this beautiful piece coming out of her instrument, and I said, oh, what's that? She said, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and this amazing piece came out of it. I, I think she thought, well, if that American hillbilly can do it, maybe I should. <laughs>
we're going to now play a piece, uh, our last piece. It's, it's written after a trip to Alaska to see the, um, well, I was touring up there with our good friend Daryl Anger, who has been here a few times, great violinist, my partner for about 30 years in crime. And um, we, were, we were playing some concerts up there and hoping to see the Borealis, the Aurora Borealis, but we did not. So I wrote a tune about it. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're from San Francisco, so you have to imagine that kind of psychedelic colors flying around. <laughs> and you hear, hey, man. Uh, it's in, got kind of odd, crazy meters to it. Anyway, it has been an absolute joy to play for you guys. We love this room in particular. <laughs> Here's a little Borealis. Thank you. 
We just heard Mike Marshall and Katerina Lichtenberg live at the 2016 Savannah Music Festival. And that brings us to the end of another edition of the Savannah Music Festival Live. The program was written by yours truly and produced by Ryan McMakin. The performance was engineered by Brian Peters of Tech Valley Audio. You can hear this program again online at savannahmusicfestival.org. I'm Rob Gibson. Thanks for joining us. And tune in again next week for another edition of the Savannah Music Festival Live.